Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. What's going on, Mike? Dude, it has been a week. It has. Uh, Welcome back. We are on a different level today. We're recording, first of all, on a day that we don't normally record on because Veterans Day. You're a veteran. We got to honor that. So we're not working on that day. Yeah, we're not working on that day. I'm going to go eat with the wife and have a night out. So I'm excited for that. Do you do that every year? Yeah, we try to. Yeah. Um, it's not because I, I want free food, but it's basically just an excuse for us to hang out and spend sure. time because we're, we're swamped. Well, that's so, cool. Yeah, we make it a thing. Do you get a lot of holidays, like these type of holidays off for your work? Every major one, yeah. but not we're no bank schedule like yeah, you are. Dude, I get like 14 holidays off. Are you off on Monday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I get out two hours early tomorrow, so it's whatever. Tomorrow's Friday, yeah. FYI. So you're getting out two hours early on Friday, and then you're off on Monday. So yeah. you have a long weekend. Yeah, we have a new policy where every Friday that is before a holiday that we have off, we get out two two hours early. Because why not, right? I mean... Well, it's policy, so it has to happen. First of all, if you think I'm going to be productive for those two hours anyway, if I were there, you're 100% wrong. So then might as well just give it to me off. That's true. So That's accurate. But that's cool. So yeah, we're recording on Thursday. What's today's date? The I saw. Sl- I still haven't set my watch back. It's the 7th. Yeah? Yeah. This was just daylight savings time. I'm terrible at setting my watch back. Are you really? Yeah. Like, I right now, it says that it is 6.30. Oh, I did it, it the now. next morning. Really? Yeah. I do, like, all my other stuff. Like, obviously, the phone does it for me. The oven's done. The car, I can never figure out. So, that's just on there until next cycle. Perfect. My, my grandfather, so, <laughs> my grandfather had two watches. One in Come the on. daylight. I swear to God. And it was funny because as he was getting older, he had a one of those push watches that tell you the time. So like, it is 7.43 p.m. And it's like, okay. And then he's, oh, wrong time. It's daylight savings time. And he would go grab his other watch and just put it on because he just didn't want to change it. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're fired up today. It was a busy day at work. Yes, it was. And the phone might cut out because it's almost dying. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. Because I didn't have time to charge it today at work. No problem. <sighs> All right. Well, anyway, here we go. And this is going to be a great episode because why not? It's exactly. going to be fun. It's going to exactly. be a good time. Uh, it snowed today. Hashtag is it happy hour yet? Is it happy hour yet? That's Absolutely. that's the focus for this week yeah. and uh, specifically this episode. But yeah, you're right. It did snow today, which was kind of aggravating because my snow brush, I remembered that I threw out at the end of last year. It, oh. it was probably six seasons old. So threw that thing out, and then I try to find one today. Not not a thing. Really? Yeah. So. I gotta go buy another shovel. Do you? Yeah. Well, because last week we talked about me going to drop off my snowblower, and the guy's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be like a mortgage payment for you to get it back." And it's like, "What? What are you talking about? It's a snowblower, but it's gonna cost me more to fix it than to just go buy a new one." So I'm currently in the market for a snowblower. I'm telling you, man. Cub Cadet. Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, but I don't have $1,500 to drop on a snowblower right now. Yeah, but like we said and we discussed, it is a long-term investment to do good things for your driveway. (laughs) How how financially responsible of you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like I have a big driveway anyway. I got like one pass with the snowblower and we're good. Yeah, exactly. And then both of you have vehicles that can get through a good amount of snow. Right. So not too worried. But yeah, so what, what do we got today? What are we trying what are we, we looking at? We have an awesome product that is pretty famous, which is pretty cool. For uh, sure. This is not a local product. We got this courtesy of the Screwball team over in California. We're going to touch on their history like we do every episode. We try to highlight their history, try to understand 
how they came up with this product. And uh, we're going to talk through some of that, which is going to be really interesting. But basically how this happened was we got, or I got tagged in quite a bit on Facebook of, hey, Derek, there's this new screwball peanut butter whiskey. You should try it on your podcast. And I laughed it off. I'm like, ha ha Yeah, okay. Where am I going to find this? It's not local, so what's going to happen? And then a couple more people tagged me in it. So I was like, hey, I'll shoot them a message, see what's up. So I shot them a message, and they were super excited about what we're doing. Again, the amount of like collaboration that we've had with all these distilleries and these places is just remarkable. Yeah, Everyone makes- understands the same goal of to help promote whiskey, which is fantastic. Yeah, it makes it really easy for us. And then come to find out, they sent us a complimentary bottle which is in front of us that we're going to try and then when i was picking up some other bottles for my house what do i see oh really it's on the shelf dude oh no way yeah it's here yes it's everywhere we we can talk about it so i was looking through their website and they're like check to see where we're available and i'm like counting the states because i'm like okay well if they are listing all the states it must not be many they listed 47 states. You could have probably just said, we're not available in three of these states. Seriously. But they're in 47 states, which is awesome. They're all over the place. Yeah. So we're really excited to try this out. We're going to be sipping this throughout the episode. You'll be able to see our reactions. And then obviously we're going to go through the super scientific rating scale next to us. And it's just going to be a good time because this is a this seems to be an awesome whiskey. And it has been around online. So we're, we're excited to provide our input. Should we take a first initial sip? And Go, then... Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's, man, this is first initial sip, all peanut butter, little maple. I'm getting a really heavy maple smell to it. You're not. Here's the thing. Grown up, my favorite cereal was peanut butter Captain Crunch. Ooh, dude, if you made that into a liquid. And drink. I'm not talking about no, the milk true. afterwards. Like, if you just legitimately made the cereal a liquid, that's what this tastes like. That is very true. I'm obsessed with how this tastes. This is... This goes... Like, so... We, we can touch on this right now. So, this is 70 proof, which means it's 35% alcohol. Yeah. So, it's very, very low on the alcohol content. Specifically compared to what we've tasted before. Right. Yeah, yeah. On the, on the uh, podcast. Normally, what we have... I don't know why I stuttered there, but normally what we have here <laughs> is... <laughs> Like 80, wow, starting off strong. It's 70 proof. We can handle all the beeps. Yeah, that's true. Normally what we do is, uh, this is all whiskey up here. So this has been like 80 to 90 proof, I'm pretty sure. It is whiskey up here? Yeah, for sure, dude. Oh, oh, You didn't know that? No, I just wanted to confirm. Oh, no. I mean, we got some vodka up here too. Uh, (laughs) So all this is like 80 to 90 proof. This is going to be a massive issue. (laughs) So this being 70 is definitely lower on the... um, the scale that we've been trying but this is going to be awesome we're really excited yeah so before we started recording i obviously open and then do the initial pour um let it aerate a little bit mm-hmm. and watching it come out of the bottle as odd as it sounds it was like a silk malt that was just flowing out of the bottle and then you look at it and you're like okay this is actually like pretty thick creamy this, got, this has some legs on it dude. yeah it's uh it's got Sticking. some weight this is really cool. Yeah, I like it. Is it is really cool. It's very... So, like, color-wise to the other ones, obviously, it's pretty similar. Um, and, yeah, this is this is very thick. It kind of has, like, a... It, <laughs> dancing over there. <laughs> I'm excited for this. It, it kind of has, like, a syrupy texture to it. Too. That's what I'm saying. That's... Yeah. that's Yeah, that's... Okay. Correction. It looked like syrup coming out of the bottle. That's all I had to say. To I came up with all this craziness. You don't got to correct yourself. You're good. It had a silky, it. syrupy... Flow. viscosity to it yeah and it flowed viscosity college there we word. Go. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> don't ask me to spell that yeah we're gonna move on so <laughs> just try it just try to spell it no come on don't put me on the spot like that <laughs> we're literally recording right now all right dude how do you find the range of two numbers? listen that's all you had to say give me the range that not like hey do math dude that was hilarious I'm when a, i was editing that i was in tears crying so much i'm a disaster it was funny absolute disaster so let me, uh, I'm going to get into the, let's okay. get back on the whiskey. Yeah, let's the whiskey. Okay. Here's the thing. Screwball whiskey is based in San Diego and they are owned by Brittany and Stephen Yang. Uh, they have a really cool story. Pretty interesting. But like you said, this is 70 proof, uh, for all the vegans and gluten-free listeners, it is vegan and gluten-free. So don't be afraid to try it. And it's sweetened by pure cane sugar. 
So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was their own recipe that became a hit. So they bottled it, partnered up with a bunch of different people, and then sold it wherever they could. And now they're in 47 states. So Brittany was a chemist. Then she became a lawyer. Yeah. And she's got a master's degree. And then Stephen is a bartender slash restaurateur. So fancy. Nailed it. Restaurateur. So he noticed that he was selling a ton of peanut butter shots. That's what it was called before Screwball Whiskey. So he noticed that it was outselling every other spirit in the bar. And he fell in love with that idea, saw the opportunity, and then basically brought it up to Brittany and said, what do you think? And they went for it, and it became a hit. They both left their jobs. So you know how risky that is? First of all, being a chemist and going to school for law... One, I'm just thinking from a recently graduated student, you have a ton of student loan debt. Oh, yeah. And it's not easy to just drop being a successful profession to start a whiskey. So this is a huge jump for them. They literally put it all on the line and it shows in their product because it is absolutely delicious. Yeah, they made it right for sure. They took the time to make sure it was good. Uh, Also, that's one four for sure. Okay, good. We're going to keep counting. So the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> More information on Steve's story. Uh, he was a Cambodian refugee, and he survived polio. So when he first got to the U.S., he was gifted non-perishable gift baskets, which included peanut butter. So that, to him, is the taste of the USA. He's obsessed with peanut butter. That's what got him through. Freedom. Yeah, that was his taste of freedom. So they he saw the opportunity, bottled it, sold it everywhere with Brittany, and they became famous on social media with hashtag get screwed. So if you check that out on Instagram, I'm sure there's a few million posts yeah. of people trying it, testing it out. There's, I'm sure, some model photo shoots with bottles and some guys wearing flannels. Who knows? Right. Um, Absolutely. And I'm wearing a flannel right now. I could pose with it. That's what I'm saying. Check us out on YouTube. You can check out his flannel. And then you can also notice I'm repping the Buffalo Sabres. And the hat made a return, dude. And a hat. Hat brought, the, <laughs> hat brought back. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's their story as individuals, and they, like you said, they went for it. And then for him to take that risk, too, I mean, he's a refugee. Yeah. He's That's his whole life story. Right. So it's it's really It, it is an incredible profound. story. Profound. Yeah. They, you can find them on Instagram. I mean, if you if you do search that hashtag, get screwed, um, you'll find them. But they're Screwball Whiskey, at Screwball Whiskey on Instagram. They really, also another hashtag that they do is get toasted, which is pretty cool. I like that. And another one of their phrases, which I really loved, it said, a night with screwball is bound to get a little nutty. Pretty clever, huh? Oh, yeah. I I like that a lot. Sex sells, my man. (laughs) It sure does, man. (laughs) But yeah, so this is a great, great product. We're really excited to have this. And we're going to do our rating, obviously, a little bit later on. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, so we're, we're really excited for that. So, Mike, what, what else is going on this week? Since we're, since we're recording on a Thursday and not our typical Monday, we don't have Bill's talk to do. We don't, but so. I will give an update for everyone that's been listening to our journey about this podcast. I have officially started working on the barrels, like I said I would. Nice. Uh, they are officially sanded. I picked up the other supplies after work today. I grabbed the polyurethane and a couple brushes. And then I was looking at staining, and I said, ah, oh, screw that, because it's no pun intended. Uh, screw that. Get screwed the, that. That's right. The <laughs> good forward. <laughs> I was actually worried about the rings around the barrel. So post-sanding, they look way better. Yeah. They're definitely cleaned up. Uh, but that's going to be the base of the table. And then I did some shopping for the actual tabletop that's going to be out of wood. And I didn't want to go through the process of screwing different size pieces of wood together and then gluing them and going through all that right. so uh home depot's got hashtag not a sponsor they got a board that we can pick up that's relatively uh inexpensive but it also works for what we're trying to do yeah so we'll pick that up i'll stain it and then we'll be good to go so that will be done by the end of this coming weekend don't you feel like such a man going to home depot do you here, walk in there and you're like you know what i'm a man now here's the thing so I didn't feel that way until I had a truck because even when I bought my first house and I was going to Home Depot for supplies, 
I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like I'm actually buying stuff that I need for my own home and my own property. But it didn't really hit me until I had a truck and then I bought sand for the back bed. And that was it. I basically bought tube sand, carted it back to my truck, and then I was just loading it and placing it where it needed to be to make sure I had weighed through winter. And I felt like such a man because I was wearing my work like... Carhartt. Yeah, it's like yeah. a work Carhartt that's branded. It's got my name on it, and then it's my winter jacket. So I had that on. I had my boots. Just jumping in my truck, yeah. just loading it with sand. And then from there on out, every time I went and I had a haul, that was that's when it really started to hit. Are you a Holmes or Holmes? A Home Depot or a Lowe's guy? It depends on what I'm doing. If I need paint, I'll go to Lowe's just because I have a different and broader selection. But if I'm just picking up quick materials, I'll go to Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's closer you? to us too. Home Depot I mean, is way closer there, to us. There's, there's not even that many Lowe's in the area. There's one in Orchard Park, and then there's one in Williamsville. No, Other there's one. That, in, I don't know. There's, there's one in Hamburg. Oh, too. Hamburg, correct. Yeah. 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 But still, the Home Depot is pretty close to us. Yeah. So I, I always go to Home Depot. I don't know if I've ever really been into a Lowe's by myself since I've matured into a man. Oh. But yeah. So the I, ru- the rumor is that the, I don't know how true it is, but Lowe's is designed for women. And homeowners, and then Home Depot is designed for contractors and maps. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's what I was, that's the rumor on the street. Out here on these streets. Yeah, out here on these hard streets of Chittawaga. That's right. West Seneca. That's right. You never know what's <laughs> going to happen, man. Yeah. Crime knows no bounds. It does. As the kids say. Yeah, and we're pretty close to the bounds of those crimes <laughs> when you go to the Chittawaga lanes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of crime in Chittawaga lanes. Yeah. The bowling alley. Yeah. So, work's been pretty stressful for you too, huh? Yeah. Stressed out about work. Um, I'm a perfectionist, and when things aren't perfect, I stress. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, this week has been mentally exhausting. Not even physically exhausting, but I'm just trying to cross all the T's, dot the I's, and make sure that the end user's satisfied and, and good to go. Yeah. So, it takes up a lot of brain power, and then I have to go home, and then that's, that's really when I dive into the podcast is after work. Yeah. So, I get home take care of Sam, get situated, and then I start doing research on um, the upcoming episodes, start working on the posts for Instagram and Facebook, and then picked up this awesome journal. Super excited. I went nice. full dad mode. So I got a calendar in the back, and now I'm able to stay way more organized and stay ahead of the, the curve. So speaking of which, just based off the calendar in the back, you want to tell our viewers what we got going on coming up? Because right, we got a lot coming up. There's, there's a lot. We're busy. Um Props Always. to you because you keep reaching out to people and Thanks. setting stuff up. So today we're recording Screwball. On the 14th, we're heading over to our friends at Buffalo Distilling. Get you. And we're going to do a interview there and then obviously have a couple cocktails yeah. and link up with them. Buffalo Distilling has easily been one of our greatest supporters. 100%. They, they seem so into what we're doing. Probably because, I mean, they're, one, they're right down the street. They're very, very close. Yeah. And it just, they have such an awesome mentality there. That's, for everybody that doesn't know, that's the one-foot cock that we had in our first episode. So they've just been such a great resource for us to have. And they just seem like they want to help us whatever way possible, which is an amazing feeling to have that coming from an established business like that. Yeah. It's nice when somebody's that uh, transparent. Yeah. And works with you. So the day after that. We have a meeting at 500 Pearl for the Christmas Spirits event. Which we'll talk about after this, probably. Yeah, so um, we're basically going to nail down details on how we're working that and future collaborations moving forward. So Which we have made some awesome progress on. Yeah. We, we now know some of the distilleries, wineries, and breweries that are going to be there, which we'll talk about in this episode. Yep. And it's just going to be an awesome event. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. On the 16th, we're going to cast and crew. So, Cask and Crew is an interesting um, whiskey facility. I don't even know really what to call it. And we'll have an interview with her coming up, the woman that I've been working with over there. But really what they do is they aren't a true, a typical distillery where you would be distilling their products there. They take whiskey from other areas within the United States, bring it to their facility, and then blend and bottle it there. So, they're more of a putting a finishing touch on an already great product they're the Midas touch of whiskeys yeah exactly and similar to three chord that you brought up earlier both of those are in the same vein and we're excited to branch out into that to understand the process kind of on the back end of distilling rather than the front end of distilling so absolutely 
So, like you just touched on, three chord, that's on the 19th. Uh, we're going there for the same process. Basically, mm-hmm. we're going to collaborate with casting crew and three chord bourbon on the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then on the 21st, we're going to Lockhouse Distillery and working with them. So, that's going to be another interesting one because Lockhouse currently does not have a whiskey. But they're currently working on it. Is that public? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they've been saying that for months. Oh, really? Hold yeah. On. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I got you. So the I pause so we can cut fix and post if we needed to. <laughs> there you go. Uh, is that is that public information, <laughs> sir? Uh, yeah. So when we originally scheduled this, we had a feeling that they were going to do whiskey, but we just wanted to give some more insight, and this can be a, a segment for ours going forward. Every couple months, we might highlight a vodka or a gin or something that isn't whiskey just to expand our audience base to other spirits because there are some distilleries in Buffalo that don't do whiskey, and we want to make sure that we can highlight them too. Yeah, absolutely. There's also one on deck that we still have to work with too that doesn't do whiskeys, so they're they're in the same boat, yep. and we'll, we'll definitely work with them. Basically, anybody and everybody that's making alcohol legally in Buffalo and right. the surrounding areas, we want to work with. Yeah. So we're just definitely starting with whiskey because it's a familiar, our favorite. It's our favorite. It's familiar and it spearheads our podcast and it really opens up the conversations to have a Buffalo happy hour with. Yeah. So that's why we're starting with whiskeys. And then what's after that, Mike? What's on December 4th? December 4th is the Christmas spirits yeah, event. Yeah. So that's going to be the cumulative event to all the training that we're going through now. Yeah, really. and I'm the training, the rigorous stoked. training that we're going through. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're preparing a lot for this. So, like we said, and we can talk about this now. So, again, like we said in the Wednesday's interview. So you give us permission to talk about it now? Yeah, dude. Okay, cool. Do we not want to? No, we can. Are you it's sure? just funny that Do you want to give say, me permission. Yeah, I give you permission to talk about Perfect. Christmas spirits. You know what? Now I don't want to talk about Christmas spirits. <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> Uh, so Christmas Spirits is December 4th, 2019. We discussed this um, last, last week. Yeah, last yep. episode. And really want to highlight us going to this event and how cool of an event this is going to be. So it's December 4th and it is $20 pre-sale ticket, $25 at the door, and a $35 for a VIP ticket. And the VIP comes with, uh, I believe there's food there. There's some extra tastings. It's just going to be a sweet, sweet event. I actually got it on my phone, so keep yeah, talking. Yeah, I'll pull, pull it, up. it up. So it's at 500 Pearl. It's at the Forbes Theater there. Like Mike said, we're going to meet with the woman who's been organizing it for us to drink. Uh, Mike, drink. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. For us to really finalize our details. And you can find the tickets at elegantdevelopment.com backslash this hyphen is hyphen buffalo backslash Christmas hyphen spirits. And that is going to be where you can find not only the tickets, but also what each ticket level entails. That's fine. Um, I'm pretty sure it includes food for VIP or hors d'oeuvres or something like that. That fancy French word. Uh, hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, hors d'oeuvres. So at this event, there's going to be distilleries, wineries, and breweries. We're going to do like a little pass back and forth because you got the wineries. And yeah, I'll touch on the wineries. So for distilleries, we have Hartman's going. Empire Merchants North, Lockhouse, Three Chord Bourbon, Patrick's Rooftop, Tommy Rotter, Black Button, and Iron Smoke. And those are the confirmed ones that will be going. There is some more in the works. The deadline's tomorrow, Friday, November 9th or 8th or whatever tomorrow is, 8th. So there still could be more, but those are the ones that have confirmed with us. And we will be there doing the podcast, and we're going to have an interview with whoever wants to attend. So we'll as have, many people as yeah, we can. We'll have the table set up with the three microphones. Again, we touched on this last time, but I'm just so amped about this event that I can't even contain it. So we're going to have the three microphones set up and the heads of whatever uh, distilleries and companies are there can just come over, say a few things, try to market their product, help help them, help us, and it's just going to be a great time. Uh, you want to touch on the wineries? Yeah, so there's going to be Oak Ridge, Queen City, and Spring Lakes that are confirmed so far. Okay. And I'm a wine guy too, so I'm actually really excited for that. Yeah. And then from a brewery standpoint, there is Southern Tier Brewing or Brewery. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Mac, Mac Jack. Is that right? Mac Jack. Resurgence, Great Lakes, Hamburg, and Ellicottville. So really the big players in the Buffalo area. Yep. And I'm a big beer fan. You're a big beer fan. Everyone's a big beer fan. I don't know many people that aren't big beer fans. 
Right. There's a few, but those are some awesome breweries that are going, some amazing distilleries and some cool wineries too. So it's going to be a huge event. Go get your tickets right now and come hang with us because it's going to be a fun time. Sure is. And then you can try some of the whiskeys that we've been tasting. Screwball won't be there, but uh, the other ones will be there. So um, like I said, the, the Tommy Rotter will be there. The, we tried the American whiskey and they have a couple others. I'm not sure what they're actually bringing, but they're working on right now a bottled and bond gin, I think. So not a whiskey, it's a gin, but it wow. sounds awesome. Yeah. And then Black Button will be there. Black Button has a disgusting amount of products. Dude, they have such a lineup. It's just, it's like, insane. It is, because when you go on their website, you're like, oh, what do I want to try? And they're like, okay, what bourbon whiskey do you want? And then they have six options. Right. Like, you want a cream? We have that. Do you want this? We have that. And it's like, dude, how many things can I... It's almost overwhelming. It is. And we've tried the two of them so far, and both of them have been like our number one and number two product. Yeah, basically. they're really good. They're fantastic. They're a great distillery. And they're going to have their products there, too, which definitely try. And then Iron Smoke, Tommy Burnett, our, our guy. Yeah, he, uh, oh boy. His uh, company will be there, too. I don't know if he will be personally, but his company will be there. And hopefully they bring some of that casket strength because that stuff was hot, too. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure that in the bottle was 120. Yeah, it was, it was the second hottest we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, the first hottest wasn't even on the market yet. Right. So technically, Iron Smoke was the hottest. Which we still got to go down. Yeah. And we're still trying to work with a couple other distilleries, trying to get them to come. Because this is just going to be an awesome event. And the, the amount of opportunities this is going to present for not only the distilleries, and not only us, but also the Buffalo Whiskey Market, and people who want to branch out and try some whiskeys, it's just going to be amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So what else? What do we want to talk about in this episode? We can talk about anything and everything. I know. I know. But like we recorded an episode four days, three, two days, three days ago. Three days ago. I am drunk. <laughs> we recorded an episode three days ago, so we just got to make sure that we're we're lively, man. We're we're having some fun. We're energized, and we're we're just we're just gonna roll with it. We are gonna roll with it. Yeah. There is football on tonight too. There is football on tonight. Who's, Who's playing tonight? Tonight is I have. Why don't I know? Hold on. It, it's going to be a good game. I know that. Because why not? All football is a good game. That's what I'm saying. But I really do think that this was supposed to be a good game. Dallas? No. Dallas isn't playing tonight. Anyway. No. I don't think it's Dallas. <clears throat> there is going to be... Oh, it's the Chargers and Raiders. Oh, right, right, right. Where are they going to play? In their own stadium? Yeah, Get it? They are. <laughs> basically. Well, so, they're going to be moving to Vegas, right? What? Yeah. Aren't the Raiders moving to Vegas? Oh, I thought you said me. Oh, I'm no. like, No. You, you don't do want that. to move to Vegas. Do you ever want to move? Here's the Buffalo. Thing. Here's the thing. Go to Clemson. I talk about this all the time. I would love to live in South Carolina. Love really? to live there. And then Texas actually just passed no state income tax last night. Really? They removed their income tax. Yeah, man. That's pretty sick. Yeah, man. I mean, I. New York is great. Family's here. I love Buffalo. I love Western New York. Not upstate or yeah. central New York, like what people want to say that we are. Well, there's Western no. New York. I've heard so many different things that we're called. We're never called Western New York. We're called upstate for people outside of Western New York. It I don't think Western New York exists to everybody else. No. So here's here's the actual breakdown. So people that live downstate, like Suffolk County and then in Long Island, Manhattan, all those places. Anything outside of that is considered upstate to them because they literally look up to us. Right. But then they don't realize that there's central New York. There's... Which is Syracuse, right? Yeah. Syracuse and and Finger Lakes. Syracuse, Albany, Finger Lakes. Then there's upstate New York, which is Adirondacks, Tupper Lake. And then western New York is where we are. And then there's southern New York, too. And Rochester, I think, actually falls into western New York. I think Rochester and and like Batavia in general is kind of like that line between central and western. So, well, Syracuse and Rochester, but yeah. So, on a map, that's what it actually is. But everybody no one just calls us that. No, except actual New Yorkers that really know what's going on yeah. inside the state. And then Southern New York too, which is Jamestown, Binghamton, right? Yeah, but that would be considered uh, like central. I thought there was a Southern. Is there Southern? I think so. I don't know. I just See, we don't I just consider I just considered it central because yeah. central it goes all the way from top to down in the state, top to bottom. Is that central though? Because you have an upper central and a lower central. If you want to get specific, there might be other grid coordinates inside of it, but <laughs> sure. I, I just consider it central. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure that there's a a southern New York. A southern New York too. 
Well, either way, we Jamestown, have Fredonia. income tax, and we should not. I completely agree. Dude, if, if New York State did not have income tax, my house would be completely flipped by now. Yeah. The amount of money that I have in taxes. Well, yeah, capital gains tax, too, will kill you. Yeah. It's frustrating. So, yeah, I've definitely asked uh, We're the not going to get political on here. No, I've asked the wife. No, nothing nothing political. I We've, mean, it kind of I've, is. Sure, but it's just laws and regs and whatever. But I've asked you know, the wife. political stuff. Yeah. I've asked. <laughs> you're right. I've asked the wife if she would ever consider moving, and she said no. And that's because she's from Syracuse, and she moved to Buffalo. And basically that was her big move. So she doesn't want to move again. And that's fair. Sure, but I've also, you know, seen the world, per se, seen what else exists, yeah. realized that there's no snow in some places, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> so after <laughs> Well, it just started snowing today, and I'm looking outside of work, and I'm like, ah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I was God, driving in it all day. Sucks. Yep. It wasn't that bad, though. It didn't stick, really, today. No, the ground's too warm. Yeah. But it's it's coming. It's already coming. Here it is. I got to actually pick up ethanol-free gas for my snowblower, because that ethanol gas, man... It ruins a carburetor. The issue with that, though, and it's not even the fact that snow sucks. It's the fact that it is literally six months out of the year for us. Yeah. Like, it starts now in November, and it doesn't end until April, May yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And that is the part that if we had an even distribution, again, getting all nerdy, if we had an even distribution on this, if you follow this bell curve, if you do an even distribution of the seasons, I'd be fine with it. If it was snowing from December, January, and February, that's fine. Right. But other than that, get it out of my face. Seriously. We don't have a fall, and fall is one of my favorite seasons. Yeah, it depends on the year. Like, last year, we didn't we didn't have a fall almost at all. This year, we didn't. We did comparatively to other years, but Dude, it's it was short. freezing. And then it just started snowing today. Yeah, I mean, sure. But we've also got hit with a blizzard before in October, well, with the October true. storm. That's an anomaly. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've gotten blizzards in November, too. I've You've actually got blizzards on my birthday, bro, and that's May 26th. I was in Fort Drum in June, and it snowed. It Did was it really? June 16th, and it snowed. Wow. I was in drum training, and that's I just sat there shaking my head. That's the shit that I hate. Yeah, it's if frustrating. If we can contain this all to three months, then I'd be fine. Absolutely. Let's start a petition. Let's get Mother Nature Yeah, we'll get here. the weather machine from all the Army Sergeant Majors out there. <laughs> so a guy that I work with, he is a, um, his passion is in meteorology. So he sends out these blasts of this is what's coming within the next 10 days. And it's so informative. It's to the dime, too. I don't know what that phrase is. That's not a phrase. But it's literally to the point. You've literally come up with words and phrases on this podcast. It's fine. Yeah, Herocious. Herocious was a great To the dime. To the dime. And we're going to have, we're going to do like a um, compilation. There we go. Yeah, All of the mishaps and bloopers from the show of us just saying stupid things which i'm all about which is basically our whole show what was the other one about a donkey a donkey yeah something ass what was it it was oh, like you bet your damn ass yeah you bet your damn ass donkey <laughs> i was close but i just thought like donkey and ass it was in the same you know, know man, man about that elephant what'd you say yeah what about the elephant the <laughs> elephant in the, in the, in the building I, I umbo, you umbo. <laughs> we're doing a, a <laughs> we're doing a voice test today because when we start the podcast we have to make sure that the levels are fine and this keeps skipping so this might be like a terrible episode but we uh, do a voice test every day when we try to make sure that the voice levels are fine and we're not going to blow out your speakers. And today we just went full Patrick and Kevin from the office. And we did. It was just awesome. We did. Yeah. But we had to test those mics. You no, know, sometimes my <laughs> my family makes this chili. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very secret recipe. I'm oh obsessed God. with both of those shows. Yeah. Should we drop the beat for the cocktail mm. section? Oh, gosh. I didn't even think. See, like this came up really quick on us about us recording today because initially we thought that we were going to go to an interview today and obviously I messed up. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't know if, uh, if it was my fault or if it was his and it ended up being mine because for some reason I thought it said seventh instead of the 14th because those numbers are ridiculously similar. Yeah. So, yeah, if you multiply by yeah, two. so I haven't really like thought of anything and this speech that I'm giving right now is prepping me because I'm not paying attention to what I'm saying. I'm thinking about the beat that I'm going to do in my head. Oh, so is that what it is? Yeah, it's multifunctional right now. Okay, right. so Derek is currently multitasking, but yeah. he clearly just picked whatever beat he was going to come up with. I mean, with. I got it now. All right, send We're it. doing a little reverse zipper. All right, so here's here's what we're <clears> going <throat> to do. It's now time for the cocktail section. Yeah, there you go. Derek dropped the beat. 
I am doing the <laughs> screw Putin. Cocktail. You don't even have a reaction anymore. You're like, I'm so done with this section. This section is so dumb. <laughs> but people love it, man. People literally love it. I'm yeah. getting texts. I'm getting different messages about it. They're like, where did that hidden talent come from? I'm like, I don't even want to get into it. I'm the wrong guy to message. So like when I was to give some backstory to this. All right. The because we got time to fill. Because why not? This is our show. We do what we want. That's true. I think we say that every episode too. So here's the thing. Why did we drop the beat if we're going to get into the background before we even give the cocktail suggestions? So you can ask me to drop the beat again. Again, this is all planned. Outstanding. No, I'm just kidding. Go for it. I'll, t- I'll tell the story after. Okay. So my cocktail is a screw Putin. Screw Putin. It's a peanut butter white Russian. So these are all cocktails inspired by Screwball. Yes. So they, when they sent us this care package, which was incredible, again, they sent us some cocktail recommendations to go with their whiskey. Obviously, it being a peanut butter whiskey, you have to be a little more careful on what you combine it with because of it being peanut butter. Peanut butter goes with everything, you can argue, because peanut butter is fantastic. But these cocktails are coming directly from Screwball. So, sorry, continue. Yes, master. You may continue. Thank you. God, so, I stop giving you permission. For, for the Screw Putin cocktail, it's, screw a peanut, Putin. it's a peanut butter white Russian. <laughs> You're going to throw into a glass one and a half ounces of this phenomenal, that's one for phenomenal, one and a half ounces of screwball whiskey. Then you're going to throw in 0.5 ounces of vodka, 0.5 ounces of coffee liqueur. This sounds so good. One ounce cream of coconut. Ooh. There's... Which and, one then, and then one ounce of heavy cream. Heavy cream. Then you're going to allow all the ingredients to collude in a mixing glass with collude. ice. Collude. Collusion. <laughs> We're not going to get political with Russian collusion. Sorry, go. So you're going to allow Does the ingredients... Does it really say collude? Yes. Nice. So you're going to allow all the ingredients <laughs> to awesome. collude in a mixing glass with ice. You're going to shake it. Then you're going to pour it into a cocktail glass. The garnish with cinnamon and sugar. Nice. And that is the Screw Putin Peanut Butter White Russian. I love it. And remember, a night with Screwball is bound to get a little nutty. So drink responsibly for everyone listening and watching us on YouTube. Screw Putin. I love that. That's so clever. 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 Add it to the list. That's so clever. Clever. What's your cocktail? (laughs) You're a disaster. (laughs) Obviously. So, again, this is inspired by the Screwball Whiskey, and this one is as classic as PBJ. Ooh! I know. So, this was interesting if you think about it, because we got one and a half ounces of the Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey, 0.75 ounces of a rye whiskey. Oh, wow. Now, rye is heavy wheat, obviously, and it tastes like bread, so you're really making that peanut butter jelly sandwich. Gotcha. That is sick. Yeah, it is. As I was writing this down, I'm like, that's pretty clever. Yeah. So, obviously, the more heavy the rye whiskey, you're going to get more of a bread flavor. So, I mean, judge based off. Rye whiskey is not for everybody. It has a different flavor profile to it, which we can get into if we try some more whiskeys that are rye. But, yeah, so 0.75 ounces of rye whiskey, four dashes of Angostia bitters and Angostura bitters. I am butchering this, and I normally am pretty good at pronunciations, but Angostia, Angost, Jesus, Angostura bitters, A-N, I'll just spell it, A-N-G-O-S-T-U-R-A. Someone's going to be like, it's Angostia, you idiot. No, it's Angostura bitters or whatever. And then one Luxardo cherry. I've never heard of these words before. No, you know what a Luxardo cherry is? Are you serious? I can't even find the range of two numbers, and you're asking me about a cherry? I've heard of maraschino cherries, obviously. Yeah. what's a Luxardo cherry? I don't know. It's cousin? It looks black, to be honest, if this is the same cocktail on here. Either way. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I'll wrap it up. My bad. 1.5 ounces of screwball whiskey. 0.75 ounces of rye whiskey. (laughs) Four dashes of whatever bitters. And then one Luxardo cherry. So you combine all these very familiar... I can't talk today. Here's what we it do. It must be a Thursday, dude. If, because today I'm just not being able to I'm speak ready for the clearly. weekend. I hear you. Here's what you do. You drink this whiskey neat. No, you combine you call all... It a day. Yeah, you combine all of these familiar ingredients over ice in a cocktail glass. You stir, not shaken, you stir. And allow these old friends to mingle until chilled. And oh. garnish with... 
a Luxardo cherry. Good thing they didn't make me say the bitters again. And an orange peel. So this is just an old-fashioned, but their take on it. And it basically will taste like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Which sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. On here, I'm, I don't know what's on the back here, but on this one too, is a pina colada. We don't have to go through it. All of their recipes are on their website. What's on the back of yours? I have a peanut butter and jealous. Oh, okay. And every time I see and hear the word jealous, I think of Beyonce's song, and I just want to start a dance party. What song? What? What song? Okay. We'll talk sing offline it about us. it. I'm no, sing it for us. 1,000% <laughs> not going to start singing. 1,000%. <laughs> also, I'm referencing my amazing math skills because obviously there's no percent higher than 100%. Whatever. 1,000%. Go away. Yeah, 1,000% not going to sing. Yeah, so but their, yeah, their so cocktails are online. They are online, and then it's clearly evident that a chemist came up with these recipes. Yeah. So shout out to Brittany. Brittany Yang. Brittany Yang. This yeah, is super. Coming, and then who, it was Sarah watch. that reached out to us, right? On the card? They yeah, gave, yeah, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, it was yep. Sarah. So, Sarah, uh, two things. Thank you for the generosity. And then you have very nice handwriting. So yeah, I'm grateful nice. for that because I was actually able to read what your message was. Yeah, good thing Mike didn't write it because we wouldn't be able to read anything. Honestly. Yeah, it was like chicken scratch. <laughs> but we're fine. Everything's fine. But yeah, so this, this whiskey is fantastic. You want to get into the actual ratings right now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so label. <clears throat> I really actually like the label, dude. What is what is on the inside? Is that a cow? No, I think it's a. Is that a is that a sheep? Oh, it's a sheep. Yeah, no. Duh! What an idiot! Because their (laughs) phrase is "be the black sheep." That's awesome. Because like obviously screwball. So they're and I guess we're gonna touch on their history again because again why not? But they really wanted to try to embrace the screwball name. By not always fitting in within the culture. So they try to live by releasing your inner black sheep. So obviously this is a black sh- or a white sheep in here, not a cow. Who's the idiot that let me in? No, it's a... Derek, it's a white head and a black-bodied sheep. Is that a black... Bo- oh, okay. Yeah, hence the black sheep. Okay. 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 Have you ever seen a black-headed sheep? All right, let's we're not going to go Let's stay way. on topic. We're not going to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get off the rails. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so that's their, that's their goal is to live by this phrase of release your inner black sheep, which I thought was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, so this is really interesting. I I like that label on there. It is very recognizable and their story is pretty cool too, because the restaurant that he used to own, um, was the description said it was filled with clientele that were misfits, black sheep and screwballs. So it was just a pretty rowdy bunch of people, but they all supported the community still. So they wanted to embrace that feel and bring it to this whiskey. So it was, it was kind of a cool story. Absolutely. So what would you give it from a label and branding, a perspective? A plus. A plus? Yeah. I'm down with that. Yep. A plus. A plus. All right. So the nose. I'm all in. Dude. All in. These legs are insane. So by insane. legs. Insane. By legs, we mean like the way that the. Liquid pours down the side of the glass. Yeah, like after it's all done being swooshed around, the legs are what's coming down the glass back into the body of it, which is pretty insane. This is a thick whiskey. This it's, is a, it's a syrup. This is a thick mama right yeah. here. Thick with two C's. two C's. Ah, this might be three C's, dude, now that I think of it. But anyway, so when about. you smell whiskey, you're supposed to, one, go to one side of your nose because sometimes you have buildup. We'll leave it at that. Some people might be eating when they watch this. You might have buildup in your nasal cavity. That's disgusting. So you go to one side to get what you're smelling from this side, and then the other side to kind of get what you're smelling from that side. And you keep your mouth open. Open! So think of it, and I forgot where I heard this from. It might be from uh, a YouTube video or something that I was watching about whiskey. Ah, the YouTubes. The the YouTubes. If you're not subscribed to us on YouTubes, what are you doing at this point? Seriously. Yeah, we're like famous but anyway so <laughs> we're definitely you, not <laughs> love it if you open up your mouth when you smell whiskey think of it as you're driving down the road in your car and if someone comments on this saying that i stole it from your video i'll give you credit if you tell me i just forgot who it was but you're driving down the street in your car and you roll down one window what happens uh, just one window is it the front window or the back window 
You really got to get technical. Well, I'm just saying it's going to change the pressure inside the car and your ear might hurt. There you go. It, does, it doesn't matter if it's front or back, does it? Yes, it does. It only really? happens if the back window's open and no other windows are open. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it does matter. But anyway, if you open up one window on the car, you're going to get a shit ton of pressure because there's nowhere for that air to escape. Correct. Yes. The pressure rises. Yeah. <laughs> so the one window is your nose. Whereas ah. if you open up the other window, you don't have that pressure in the smell can go through your nasal cavity and kind of rest back on your taste buds because there's that flow of pressure coming into your nose and out your mouth so when you inhale you get all the smells and also some of the smells that are related to your taste buds that's what i'm talking about so educate them yes talk about it do it derek (laughs) my hype man over there say it again man (laughs) another one all right so for nose what would you give this one our best one so far is what an A plus plus plus. This is this is definitely top tier. A three pluses. Yeah, three pluses. I think that was our best ever. Give it give it an A plus plus check mark. A plus plus check mark. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Are you writing this down because it takes us nineteen thousand years to go back and find these ratings? Fine, I'll write it So we got it down. an A plus for the label. We got an A plus plus check mark. You already got your pen for out. The nose. Look at you. Sure do. Look at High that. speed over there. Come prepared and efficient. All right, initial taste. What what are you getting? A lot of peanut butter. No way, really? Yeah, seriously. Dude, me too. That's so strange. God. Tastes like peanut butter. So you did mention there's a lot of maple. So I got... Ooh! Don't try to talk while you're drinking this. I got a lot of maple from the smell. I'm not getting maple from the taste. No, not at all. But that could be from the cane sugar. Because it's... Not saying that cane sugar has a maple taste to it, but it has that similar type of back-end taste, I guess, than maple syrup, because obviously maple syrup is made with cane sugar too, right? So... I or am I just 100% bi- wrong? I think it's a byproduct. Yeah. But... You're a byproduct. I am a byproduct of my <laughs> of my parental <laughs> units. So, I, yeah, it's obviously peanut butter, and that kind of overtakes everything else, mm-hmm. and you get the cane sugar on the back. So here's... I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but if you've poured, like... Uh, if you worked at a at a coffee shop and you have a sugar machine, mm-hmm. that's actual sugar. So when you pour the sugar into its container from the bag, that aroma that you get from the cane sugar, that's literally what this tastes like in a liquid form is that smell. Yeah. So that's the ending note of this whiskey. You get peanut butter initially, and then the ending note and the f- uh, the actual taste is like the the smell that you would get from sugar. So any of my Tim Horton employees out there that listen to this, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Nice. I like that. Yeah. It's very good. But what would you rate it? I like how the bottle also, kind of going back to the label, just because I'm looking at the bottle now. On this side, it says, let your screw loose. Yeah. Which is sick. They got a lot of cool sounds. And then on this side, it says, to the misfits, black sheep, and screwballs. Nice. Let's have a toast to the douchebag. Isn't that the song? All right. So initial taste is, um, obviously, we're getting the peanut butter. So I like peanut butter a lot. I do, too. So I'm down to give it, like, an A++. I'm down for that. All right. Write it down. Write it down. A++. Jesus. So bossy. I am bossy. All right. So ending notes. Ending notes is the... It's it's good, yeah. I mean, it's it's the cane sugar, and it's a high rating. It's a high rating, you think? Yeah. Okay. Dude, this is super good. The ending notes, though? Yeah, it's yeah. good. It doesn't burn. It's nothing crazy. It it's not like I'm you're getting, getting punched in the face by, like, Helga. I'm getting know? dry, though. Are you, or is that just... No, like, my mouth is oh, getting Oh, that's dry. because you're not drinking enough le, which is French for water. Le. Clearly fluent. So Gina's going to correct you like crazy. Absolutely. So, for those that don't know, Gina teaches French. Yep. We'll talk about it later. Sure does. All right, so the final rating. All right. Uh, just got to look at what we got up there. Oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. One, two, three. Ninety-one point five. Okay. Jesus. Ninety-one point. All right. No, hold on. 90, I got it right. It's ninety-two point two five. Listen. That's the math. Don't. All right. So I'm at ninety-one point five. Do and, I divide these? And you're at a ninety-three. <laughs> yeah. Ninety-three. I'm surprised you gave it that low. I thought you liked it. I do, dude. It's still a ninety. True. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ninety-two point two five. How'd you do math that fast? Dude, math. Listen. This is why Derek is so, in banking and I'm in sales. Shoot, what did we give the ending note? When people ask me what the price is, I'm like, yeah, I'll get it. We to just you. said good. What is ending note? We didn't give an actual rating to it. We didn't? No, we just said good. 
Because we're clearly super scientific with this. Yeah, we're super scientific. We're not chemists. The people who make this are. All right, so it's a 90... What is it? 92.25? Yeah. Okay. So 92.25 total. Yeah, and then the ending note is an A++. Perfect. All right, so what we're going to do actually before this releases is we're going to write down it on this, again, extremely classy whiteboard. Yes. And we will post it before the episode airs. That way we can get some interest into this. Because people are going to see Screwball Peanut Butter. No way. Right. We'll write it down. So here's the thing about Screwball, because it threw me off initially. I spelled screw like the common spelling. It's not. No, it's K. It, it's, it's screw with a K. So it's S-K-R-E-W. Um, so you can follow them at Screwball Whiskey. And they're literally everywhere. Yeah. So. They're on Facebook. They're I got tagged all on Facebook. I got tagged on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So they're literally everywhere. Yeah. And they actually, so I don't know if you watch it too, they have a YouTube channel where it was a five-minute, six-minute clip where they talked about the history between um, the, the two owners. Brittany and Stephen really cool. Yang? Yeah, Brittany and Stephen Yang. That's cool. Yeah, Check that out. Cool. Yeah. So check that out on YouTube. Just search Screwball Whiskey, and you'll be able to see from their YouTube account they did like a little interview, which was pretty cool. Yeah, if they want to fly out here, we can interview them. That's what I'm saying. Or if they want to fly us out there, I'm all in to go back to San Diego. That's true. Let's go. Let's go, dude. Let's go. The uh, I don't know why I just paused. Yeah, I don't know either. I said a brain fart. I had something to say, and then all of a sudden, nothing. dude, it's a Tuesday or a Thursday. Jesus, That's what it's I'm a saying. Thursday. It's, it's a Thursday. I'm f- mentally cooked right now. Yeah. But yeah, we're doing good. So we got the rating. We did the cocktail sections. We got the beat. We talked about the story about them. Yep. We talked about their history. We mentioned where they are on social media. We talked about the Christmas spirits event. Yep. All we gotta do now is just tell people where to find us, which is Facebook, Instagram, we YouTube, talk about the bills too, Twitter. Then. We're also on Apple Podcasts and we Spotify. Sure We're everywhere. We got some business cards, too. And we got business cards. Have you been handing them out? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've been, like, handing them out to my coworkers. I'm like, yeah, see, I'm pretty official. They're like, I got one, too. Like, you're not really impressive. <laughs> Listen, do you have business cards for your work? Yeah, yeah, I have to. Can I get one? Yeah. I got one on my jacket right now. All right. I actually have two business cards because we have a sister company as well. So I got a... Uh, a business card for work, and then I got a business card for that sister company called Vet Vet Air, yeah. Veteran Air Filtration, which is a service disability veteran-owned air filtration distributor company. Oh, that's cool. Do you want to put a little more and add in this homogenous, non-homogenous? You want to? I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I don't know. I'm still going to drink it. Well, yeah, ex- right, because it's so it. delicious. Let's do it. But then, let's do it, and we can continue talking. Oh, we got a sip, and then we got to talk about what bills. We can talk about football in general. All right, how much time we got? We got... I don't know, dude. We got an We got eight minutes. Really? We did better than I thought we were going to. That's what I'm saying. We got eight minutes. So we got the Chargers and the Raiders tonight. Then we got the Bills on Sunday. And the Bills are playing the... Browns. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're playing the Browns. That's that's actually an interesting game. We're two-point underdogs. And people are kind of on the fence if we're going to blow them out or not. The Browns are a fiasco right now. Baker Mayfield looks like he gained weight, and he looks like he's homeless, even though he's not. He's a millionaire. And they have managed their personalities well. Their locker room is still halfway decent. They just haven't put it all together. And according to our local sports radio, it's all coaching. Yeah. The issue with the Browns is Freddie Freddy Kitchens. Kitchens. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how the Bills perform, and I'm checking in to see what our game plan is moving forward. Because from last week, we beat – the Redskins, and I think, what, it was like 9 or 15 points, and we only scored... We held them to 9, yeah. No, 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 we won. We beat them oh, by, what, 9 yeah. or 15 points? And yeah, I don't remember. The, the biggest complaint was, why can't we just score 30-plus points mm-hmm. in a game? And I heard that it is because we game plan week to week. So, which I think I talked about on the last episode. I think we did, yeah. So, that actually did make me feel better. I'm just curious to see where they then forecast what we have to score against the Browns to win the game. Yeah. Because they definitely have an offense, and their running back is a beast, and our there running defense... two running backs are a beast. Yeah, all of them. Because Kareem Hunt's coming back. Oh, yeah, he's back this week. So, we have Kareem Hunt, then we have Chug. 
So we got to basically hold down those two dudes, and then we have Landry and Odell. So our defense is up for a stacked roster. But if you think so, there's a – I'm sorry, I didn't pass you. you got You got to reach, bro. Um, you you grabbing more? Oh, fixing the label. Gotcha. So you uh, – yeah, you have Trey White, and he's going to shadow Odell. There's no reason that he would stay No, he's, he's definitely side. on Odell. Yeah. It's just the biggest test he's had. Yeah. Excuse me, all your – so that'll be interesting. So who's going to be on Jarvis? Levi? I think. Probably? Yeah. But Levi is not, because Jarvis is slot. Our slot corner is Taron Johnson, right? Or who's our slot corner? It depends what defense we're running. Yeah, that's true. Because it could be Tremaine Edmonds. It could, I mean, it's yeah. it's all over the place. So, or yeah, it could I be mean, a safety. A safety could cover yeah, him. This is coming out after the game, so I'm just super happy that we won. Oh, is that is that what it is? <laughs> we're just foreshadowing. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna predict right now. No, I think it's gonna be a close game. Vegas yeah. has it at a forty and a half point over under, I think, which really? is a pretty low game. Yeah, because they're probably thinking that the Bills' defense are going to hold Baker's atrocity season down, yeah. and Josh Allen's is not going to be able to score. So it's going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be. What would that be? 21 to 17 then, basically, for right. the most part? Yeah. So it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be close, and it's going to come down to the final play. I will definitely not bet this game. I don't gamble. Yeah. I never gamble. I don't bet ever. Have you ever gambled? But here's here's a story for wow. you. Shouting. Shouting. Yes. <laughs> here's a story for you. So when I was a kid, I went to the horse track with my buddy, and I bet on a horse that my buddy's dad was friends with so the owner of the horse he was friends with whatever i was like yeah i'll bet on your horse i think you'll do halfway decent he won you want to know what happened we won five thousand dollars what happened i didn't see a dime of that five thousand dollars because i was in elementary school and i wasn't old enough to collect and or gamble so the owner of the horse kept the five grand and then i said you know what i'm done i'm never gonna gamble again yeah i won on my first ever horse race and then i said that's it i'm going out a hero and i never collected a dime on that race I was so salty. Yeah, dude. It was right in Hamburg, too. They had the carts, you know, like in Troy. Yeah. (laughs) Troy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I won on my first ever horse race with one of my best friends, and then we we never saw any of the money. We still talk about it. That's really frustrating. Extremely. That's why I don't keep... I I used to go to bingo all the time with my grandma. Okay. When I was younger. She would take me, and, like, I got mad good to the point where I was buying three boards and just, like definitely old ladying it and going like through all the boards trying to catch up Jeez. i was killing it and I, I won some but i never i went to a casino i think twice in my life and that was it people are always like you don't want to go to a casino i was like no why would i just waste my money that's like thing. they're designed casinos are designed to make money house always wins brother right exactly so why would i understand that you'll get lucky but over the course of your life you're gonna lose yeah, there was a time where I was actually like, Poe. And I was I was legitimately living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, poor. Yeah, poor. Poe? Yeah, I was Poe. <laughs> and I went to the casino with $9. And I'm like, if I hit it big, the first thing I'm doing is filling my gas tank and having that feeling of filling my actual gas tank to the, to the fullest. Yeah. I was pumped. Walked in, walked in with 9 bucks, walked out with 13 bucks. Nice. And I left. And I was like, you know what? I won a couple extra bucks. Like, that's that's cool. That's exciting. And then I bought food, and then I went home. I mean, it was it was tough. I've I've been there. So, to go in with nine and then potentially win a couple hundred, a yeah. couple hundred bucks, that was... You might as well just tell me I won a thousand, like a thousand yeah. for a week for life. Because a couple hundred bucks back then was just insane. Right. But, I didn't know that you were like that. I think all of us have been at one point, right? 100%. Coming out of college or in college or something. Yeah, it was it was in college and I was working three jobs and I was trying to get solidified in an adult world, like real life, trying to grow up, and then it just was not a thing. When did you start working? Fifteen. Yeah, me too. What was your first job? Tim Hortons. Nice. Mine yep. was Tops. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was actually so stoked. You could picture this. They asked me to wipe down the like saloon swinging door oh yeah to go from the front counter to the <laughs> back yeah they're like can you just wipe this down and I, I just stared at him i'm like you want me to clean this door and he goes yeah can you just clean the door you weirdo and i was like yeah no problem i wiped it down i like wd-40 the hinge like i made this thing bedazzled 
And then I looked at him and I'm like, what else do you want me to do? And he goes, you want to mop the floor? I'm like, 100%. So I'm moti- like super motivated, mopping the floor, taking out the trash, like all excited. Really? And then I got my first paycheck. It was like $110 nice. for the week after tax. And I looked at him and he goes, this is your paycheck. And I, I vividly remember the feeling. I stared at him and I go, dude, all you wanted me to do is just clean something and you paid me $100 for it. I can't wait to go back to work. You told him that? Yeah. And he looked at me and he's like, there's something wrong with you, man. Like, <laughs> you're making no money. You're doing like, you're doing all the shit work yeah. and you're super stoked about it. And I'm like, dude, all I have to do is be here and I can get paid. And I was obsessed with working. I will be home and not get paid. I might as well go to work and do something and get paid. That's what I'm saying. Like I, at that moment I fell in love with work and I've from then on had two to three jobs at a time mm-hmm. where I've just, I can't stop working. Yeah. And I, now, now I'm starting to like, I'm burning midnight oil. I'm exhausted. I just want to go home and see my dog, spend time with Colleen. Like yeah. I'm, I'm starting to transition to a different phase, but from 15 to 27, it was two to three jobs every single day. Sometimes in different fields, doing different things, yeah. but that's that's what it takes. Like you got to build your own resume. It does. Nothing in this world is going to be handed to you, because the real world is going to kick you in the face and say you're not worthy. Own it, yeah, and then change it. Next week, let's have an episode dedicated to motivation and positivity and just overall grinding, because you Pumped. and I don't yeah. get me juice, man. No, dude, this is going to be a great episode because you and I share that with each other. Yeah. And both of us are just excruciatingly motivated that it becomes obnoxious at points. Yeah. Colleen like, can I've had people, it. yeah, exactly. And same thing with me is I've had two to three jobs basically my whole life. I mean, I got to a mindset that I didn't want to have two or three jobs because I just wanted to decompress after work and not go to another job. But that was just a couple of years ago. I mean, even when I was working at Tops, when I was going to school full time, I had three jobs. Yeah. You know how hard it is to go to school? full-time and then have three jobs i was working eight hours a week and going to school yeah it's that's it's, preposterous it is but it's crazy because you adjust to it and right. that's honestly the army taught me that like i realistically i know physically from my body i need minimum three and a half hours of sleep and if i have eight hours of sleep it's almost overkill isn't it yeah so i got into a grind where i was sleeping four hours and four hours a night and then just going back to work and that actually allowed me to propel myself and get further ahead but you just have to be okay with losing that sleep and there's so many people that i talk to that always bring up like you shouldn't have to work that many jobs like whatever or they bring up i physically can't function like that but if you put yourself in that position you have to you have to and it's kind of crazy how well your body adjusts to Mm -hmm. it but yeah, I mean, I people, especially in America, always strive for trying to get what they think they're worth. Right. And I think that there's a mindset between going out and earning it to prove that you're deserving of what you think you're worth. And then the the other flip side is why isn't it just handed to me when I already went to school or yeah. I have like, and I think that it's a really fine balance and it's not taking away anything from anybody. Right. But there's this mindset where I have it's, X amount of student loans. Yeah. I need to make enough money to where I can pay that back. Right. And there's not that growth associated with that. It's, I just graduated. I need this much money so I can start paying it back. But you have to struggle. If you're not struggling, something's wrong. Yeah. But and I, I'm and gonna, honestly, the you really don't grow until you're at the edge of your comfort zone. Exactly. Like, if you're uncomfortable, that's where you should be. If you're comfortable all the time, you're not growing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to stop this right there, though, because I want to have this discussion next week. Yeah, I'm getting too juiced up. I know. I'm I'm really excited because this is going to be a good episode. This might not be the funniest episode we ever do next week. No. But I think that it's very valuable because you specifically, because you post literally every day on Facebook about how motivated and positive you are. Yeah. And I love it. Me, I'm not as outright with it, but, like, I... Gina always tells me, like, why don't you ever get mad? It's just, like, there's no reason to get mad, you know? Like, there's... The time that I'm mad is going to take away from the time that I'm happy. But again, I want to talk about this next week because this is something you and I are known for. And we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that. So, in summation, Screwball Whiskey, go out and buy it. This is an awesome product. It is. It is very, very delicious. Don't get it thinking that you're going to get hammered because it is really heavy. And personally for me, 
I don't think I could down a bottle, like splitting it with someone. I know I cannot. Because it is very heavy, but it is very delicious. Yeah. It's like a chocolate beer or something. Yeah. Chocolate beer is good, but there's no way you're getting hammered off of it because it's just not what that's used for. Yeah. And especially because this has a lower alcohol content. But anyway, go check Screwball out on all their social media sites. We'll link them in our channel of our description. Um, go follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, go subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave a like. Comment on if you've tried this whiskey before. Or any other suggestions that you might have for us. We're Buffalo Happy Hour on all those sites. Uh, we got business cards. Shoot us some DMs. Let us know if there's something that you would like us to try. And, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Thank you very much for the people at Screwball for trying this out. And letting us or letting us try this out, I should say. And, again, go check out that Christmas Spirits event happening on December 4th. It is going to be a fantastic event. We're going to be there. It's going to be a live podcast. $20 pre-sale, $25 at the door, $35 VIP. Get those pre-sale tickets now because if they run out and you miss it, you're going to miss out. Yep. Because we got some awesome distilleries. Some of the products that we've tried, they're going to be there too. It's just going to be a fantastic experience. Come hang out with us. It's going to be incredible. I'm just amped about this, and I can't handle my excitement. I know. It's going it to be shows. awesome. Yeah. So go check that out. Go buy those tickets again. We'll link the... Um, the uh, link for to get the tickets in our channel description also it's allocatedevelopment.com backslash this hyphen is hyphen buffalo backslash christmas spirits just google christmas spirits if you don't want to type all that in and click on allocate development um and then yeah go go get the tickets and go hang out with us it'll be fun see you boys there it's been episode seven of the buffalo happy hour episode seven dude are you sure it's seven it's i seven, don't think dude. it's real yeah because six was a uh, southern tier Let's go. Uh, Southern tier. All right. Episode seven. We'll see you folks next week. See you on the flippity flop. Wow. Yeah. Everyone drink responsibly, (laughs) please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.